Thank you. Appreciate that, bro. Um, again, the, the, the cadence and the intensity. Um, I, I remember one time I performed this piece and um, I used the word um, nigga in the poem, uh, which is a word that I put a lot of thought into. Um, and I remember after, after performing the piece, somebody came up to me and was like, oh my God, you know, you use that word in your poem. Um, but it's like the person's take on it was, oh, but you use it in such a way, like yeah. I, you didn't do it in a, in a certain kind of way. Um, real quick, uh, William, what's your, what's your thought on um, the use of the word uh, in, in, in art or poetry? Well, you know, um, first of all, I'll, I'll never cast judgment because okay. that's how I got my fame by writing nigger poems. But okay. I don't okay. really like the word. Okay. Uh, I, I use it when I'm angry. I have issues with my anger. You know, okay. I used to be a boxer mm -hmm. fighter. So, but mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't really knock people for using it. But I mm -hmm. knock them when they use it with no meaning, with no explanation, with nothing okay. behind it. Do you think it's detrimental you know, so, uh, to? Uh, sure, sure it is. Okay. Sure it is. But let me tell you something. Anything that uh, doesn't kill us makes us stronger. So mm -hmm. you know, we've been living 400 years of nigger, and they ain't kill mm -hmm. us yet. You know, so, uh, yeah, it's detrimental, but it's a language that's used in, in, in our new world with these young people. Sometimes mm -hmm. you got to go down to their level to get to them, to, to make them mm -hmm. understand your language. Sometimes you mm -hmm. got to speak their language. Bridge the gap, find ways, creative ways to bridge yeah. the gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I appreciate that insight, bro. Um, thank you. Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, thank you so much. Um, so speaking of young people, there's a little bit of age. I, I don't want to make it sound anyway, but there's a little bit of age between yourself, me, um, uh, the artist Anubis, and God's favorite poet. Oh, uh, so shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm, I'm a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you I, said I, it. I didn't. I just eggnog and shit. I'll be like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but as young yeah. as you no, feel like this, um, 61. I'm a young 61. I'm a young 61. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, black don't crack, man. Come on now. Um, hey, we try, we try. As long as we take care of ourselves, I think we'll be all right. Um, I was, I don't want to go into this, but I, I love looking into the science of, of melanocytes and, and the development mm. of these cells in our body. It's very interesting what, what we what we got. And if we take care of ourselves, what we got. Um, so I was I was saying before uh, that, you know, God's favorite, favorite poet, um, uh, a younger poet, um, and just shift the question over to him um when it comes to like the, the use of certain words and particularly that word what's your what's your take on it i mean it's it's like a a back and forth for me called for like okay. for my generation at times mm -hmm. like we use it like every day like it's, mm -hmm. it's a part of the culture it's a part of the language mm -hmm. and um i try not to say it as much and like like he said i feel like when I, if i'm upset mm -hmm. i use it or like for poet for poetry like like I'll use it for more so for like emphasis, but I feel like okay. it's just it's like taking something negative and using it as like making it yours, you know. It's like taking mm. like I don't know how to explain like one of my friends he even took like the um blackface and made it a character since it's a part of African American culture, essentially knowing that like we we were robbed of our our, our ancestors or we arrived of where we came from. Mm -hmm. And so it's more so just taking the taking the word and using it as our as our benefit. But I try not to yeah. like put too much emphasis and stress on in terms of like language, but I ain't gonna lie to yeah. you using it, so. 
Indeed, um, it's a, it's a word that I use on occasion myself. Um, like William, I find that I tend to use it more easily. Like it comes out of my mouth more easily uh, if I'm if I'm angry. Um, and I find though for me also, it I, I tend to to say it more to myself or like not calling myself it, but um, right. but I'll, I'll say it in my head. Like whatever I'm saying, I'll say it in my head. I um, I, I don't often actually let the words leave my tongue. Um, and, and put like air and, 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 and speech behind it. But I say it to myself in my mind um, and it's connected to the same impetus. Like it's usually driven by like anger or, or something like that. Uh, I just like, find that very, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, I feel like, but also like, I know for like, personally speaking, I, it's also like a place of endearment. Like when I feel like I'm close to a person or like, mm-hmm. like when I know that we're cool and I kind of love what we can use exp- like that kind of explicit language other people, like I'm not, I'm probably gonna be a little bit more like formal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Indeed, man. I, I appreciate the perspectives on this. Um, One, another word that I find um is bitch. Um, oh, no. Oh, that, oh yeah. That, no, like, no, I put a line on that I, one. I don't that like word that. I don't use that one has a lot of like i mean like that's interesting i have a lot of friends out of women so it's like of course i'm gonna like they'll use that word or like like bitch like like something like that but in terms of like me saying that to a a woman like that's od like it can't it can't leave my mouth like it is it's too disrespectful like 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 he's done a block but that's too much like like that's just too far (laughs) this is too far and 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 just you already know what's gonna happen if you try to even let that leave your mouth because it can be a very it can generate a very visceral response um it can anger just by hearing it um but likewise i feel like the some people also hold it as like or can as a term of endearment you know mm-hmm. what i mean like in in how I, I know somebody a relative of mine who i was shocked and surprised by they use the word very loosely but that's they meant it like like homegirl Mm-hmm, they actually mm-hmm, basically mm-hmm. use the word to replace like homegirl or a friend or a girlfriend. Right, right, and right. it's like those are already those words are already in place to express yeah. those things or describe those people. Mm-hmm. Um, I just find it very interesting. Um, yeah, because I feel like there is a responsibility for each of us and each of us has our own way or where we'll draw a line um, and how and when we, we might use certain terms. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like and, I like and, the perspectives. In moments of ecstasy, I have been known to use that B word when when, nice. I'm, when I'm getting down. Like, you know what I'm nice. saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I can't say that I never use it, but I won't use it in the street. I won't yeah. use it towards a woman. Even when I'm mad, I won't call her that because I have yeah. sisters. I, I have a mother. I had a mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, you know, I, I just can't. I think the difference is, and not and not that I'm a proponent of the N word either. I have very specific feelings about it, but um, I think the difference though between the two is there's much less ambiguity about how the word uh, the B word is received, and I mm-hmm. think there's so much different opinions. Um, and also the B word belongs to the the people in the moment, right? Whereas mm-hmm. N word belongs to mm-hmm. history. So mm-hmm. now. It, so mm-hmm. now you you're not just talking about what does it how do I respond to feel at this moment. There's also mm-hmm. call back to what does this word mean historically. So mm-hmm. it's it's easier to to make the lines between one versus other because it's much more it's much more although there are variations it's much more clean cut how and when it's used and how and when it'll be received a certain way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well said, man. I appreciate the perspectives, man. 
these are important. These are conversations poets have. Okay, these are <laughs> yeah. What happens. Uh, we we go into these words. We break these down. It, it's funny that I saw um a word. The word was um caribah. I think it was caribah or carib. Um, and this artist, uh, we might actually get to her in the international category, um, but she was talking about um, that word and the root of the word um, behind Caribbean um, has to do with like cannibal or savage. Mm. So like, mm. like she was saying, like linguistically, we are inherently savage, you know, by mm. identifying as Caribbeans um, because of where the word comes from. And, and, this, and, and oftentimes, right, with words, the labels are, are put upon us. Like a, a lot of times words that we learn and that we use are, are words created by other dominant cultures that took over other groups and saw them as this and th therefore called them this. And so we-, now, we Which we word is that, the N word or the B word? No, it's talking about general, but this Caribbean is okay. the word you're talking about. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's behind the word Caribbean. I think it's Caribbean, I think was the word, mm -hmm. but um, very, very interesting um, stuff to me. Very, very interesting. All right. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It's good food for thought. If you just joined us once again, stick around. You are listening to the Pod Poets Lounge. Go ahead and smash the subscribe button on YouTube. Go ahead, do it. This is the voice of Naquel. I'm here with the indelible God's favorite poet, the brilliant William Washington, and the exceptional artist. Anubis, yeah. and it's time oh, right, for another round. Gentlemen, are you ready for some more? Sure, sure. Oh, Lord, here we go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>